guys, welcome to the Welding Business Owners Podcast. Today we have part two with Ryan from Metalwork Austin. And before you dive into the episode, make sure you subscribe to us, leave us a great review, and follow us on Instagram at Welding Business Owners Podcast. All right, here's the show. I always tell people, I say, um, I started a business so I could feed my tool addiction. You know, That's true. it, That's it really point. is, man. Like I yeah. love tools. And yeah. so before I started JMW, I was working at a metal recycling yard and man, you oh, won't wow. believe the stuff that people throw out. And it was uh, like, uh, it was in like, like a upcoming industrial area and like, like pretty affluent around us. So man, nice. people would throw stuff out just because like it's in their way. Like I, I like literally I built half to three quarters of my shop when I first started out of the scrapyard. Right. Um, it yeah. was, it, it was, it was incredible. You know, I, I started, I started in a 10 by 20 carport. I bought on black Friday from pet boys for 150 right. bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I, I remember that. Like it was yesterday. Like that was the first like indoor anything I had to put. Cause I was keeping everything under tarps. So I was like, right. I, I got to do something about this, you know? Yeah. So I, I feel you on, on just, you know, growing, 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 you're outgrowing spots for tools and you just, mm -hmm. you're like, I got to rent something. It's like, well, now I got, I got rent. I got to like start working a little bit to make the money. And then it's like word spreads. And then you, you're like, oh, well, I'm making pretty decent money here. So that's yeah. awesome. You, you got to decide at some point, like, yeah, what's the pros and cons? I mean, I think I had. I, I'm just a very independent person. Like I just always wanted to do things for myself and it's like, want to kind of do things my way and like, not, not any disrespect to anyone else. It's just like, you know, like, I'm like, I can do this. Like I can figure this stuff out. I can do it. I can do it my way. I can make this stuff work. And like, um, I think there's just certain type of personality that just wants to um, make a go at things for themselves and you just really can't do it any other way. You're just like, I don't know, like, this is what I need to do. Like, I'm going to, like, at some point, get to that point where I can just be my own boss. And um, I feel like I'm in the same boat because call it a detriment or whatever, but I always thought that I could do it better than everybody else. And they were just, sure. they just yeah. weren't doing it as good. So it was, right. it's always like, actually, you know what? let me go do that for you. Like, just let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. And you know, that just grew to the point where it's like, all right, well I can, I don't know how to do it. I just, I'll just figure it out. You know, sure. like if, you, yeah. if you've got that mechanical ability, you can just go out and figure it out. So. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and well, and, and right. I think, you know, that's what a lot of like running a shop is, is it's like almost like these clients, they start to understand that they can trust you to solve their problems. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what you're doing really is it's like, they have a need and you're like, I got it. You don't yep. know what you need, but I know what you need yep. and I can do it. And I'll, and, and, and we'll, we'll make this work, you know? And they, a lot of times, like they don't, they don't know how to solve that problem or how to make that thing. Or, I mean, in, in, and that's like the custom job shop. I mean, there's obviously like so many other aspects of welding, you know, in the industry that are different, you know? Um, I mean, whether it be just straight up all structural where you're getting engineered drawings or whether it be piping, you know, like that stuff's a different animal. 
but you know when you do just like a custom job shop it's like sure we'll do structural yeah we'll do some pipe like you know it's like but we're doing everything so yep. it's it's kind of a blessing and a curse because you're like you have all the problems <laughs> um <laughs> But, and it's tough because you have to tool up for everything that, that, that goes along with that. But it yeah. also helps to, you know, uh, like I'm kind of in the same boat where, you know, like for, when we first got started, I would just say yes to everything. Sure. Um, you know, pipe welding, structural, architectural, artistic stuff. For a lot of that, you need to you need specialized tools. You need sure. pipe sanders and, uh, you know, like a press for this and a break for that and this and that. And I just built the cost of it into the job and I solved the problem for them. You know, sure. um, we are back it up a little bit. I, I have a guy who helped us out for, for a while. He was looking to break off on his own. He was getting work and this and that. And it's, you know, we were talking one day and he's like, you know, there's always an issue. There's always a problem. I'm like, well, th th that's all that we do. Like the reason why we're in business is because we solve problems for other people. Right. You know, yeah. it, like and if you want to boil it down to it, somebody has something, they have a problem and they need it solved. Whether right. it's making, fixing, advice, whatever, we, oh, we, we constantly deal with people's problems. And that's, yeah. that's what we have to do, you know? And as soon, I think as soon as you get that and you understand that, yeah, business is never going to be easy. And you're like, yeah. you know, when you feel like, man, there's always a problem. There's always an issue. Well, that's what you do as a business owner. <laughs> that's like, why you are, you are here is because you are yeah. solving problems for people. Some problems yeah. might be bigger. Some problems might be smaller, intricate, complicated, but there's always a problem. And once you get to that point where you understand, like, your job is just to solve problems, it, it's almost like relieving. And it's, it's stress relieving because you're like, all right, well, if I know that it's coming and I know that this is my job, I don't get as frustrated when yeah. things don't go wrong because like they're going to go wrong because we saw problems for a living, you know? And that's a really good perspective. And I mean, it's something that I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that because it's like, Every job, every job by definition is, is a problem. And it, but now of course things go wrong and you have like, okay, we, we screwed up. This is a problem because we didn't do this. <laughs> like, that's a different thing, but it's like, yeah, when you look at it from the perspective of like, yes, this is going to be difficult. We know there's going to be problems. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. You can like choose to be frustrated by it or you can just be like, well, I knew this would be a challenge. So like, here's the challenge, like, let's deal with it. You know, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it really is almost sort of the job definition is like, you know, your, your tool, you know, your, your medium is, is, is metal, right. Is that you've chosen. It's like some people could choose to solve a problem using wood. Some people could choose yeah. to solve a problem using whatever. I don't know. But you, you know, you're doing it with metal, right? So it's like, well, I got to get from A to B to C to D. And like, how am I going to do that using the tools I have or available things that I could get and this material, you know, being metal, what am I like, what's the best thing? What's the best size? What's the best shape? What's the best tool to accomplish this? And it is like 
a puzzle and it doesn't always go well and once you've done it enough you just you know like every, every job has a problem and it's like okay well what's the problem today let's deal with it you know it's every day so why get mad about it you know yeah i i, I even try to teach the guys in the shop like look i don't even want to admit how many times i said yes to a job and i don't know how to do it I, i'm like you know what i'll figure it out and I, I try to instill that mentality in, in the, in everybody in the shop, because once you just have the mindset of like, all right, this is my job. I need to figure it out. You just got to get resourceful, man. I, like, I, for probably the last three years, I empower my guys to like, if you don't know how to do that, Google it, watch a YouTube yeah. video on it. You know what I mean? Like, like, the, oh, like yeah. there's no, there's no shame in, in going on YouTube on how to weld this or you, so some people get bring some weird stuff in and it's like, what would you, what alley would you use to, to weld this? I'm like, I don't know, but we'll do it. And I just yeah. go on, I, I Google it, find out, sure. you order it and you just, and you just get it done, you know? But yeah. if, if you can instill that mentality into right. your, the guys who work for you, man, man, you can be unstoppable. I yes. feel like that makes business run so much better when, I, when they know, instead of coming to me for an answer, I say, Hey, go figure it out on your own. Like, Hey, well, this won't do this. All right. Well, take five minutes. Think about what's going on here and come, you know, I, I tell everybody, don't come to me with a problem without having two solutions for it. Exactly. Like, don't come yeah. like, I, I, like I'll, I'll solve your problem if you need it, but I want you to come with me to me with two solutions to that problem before I give you an answer of whether you can run with one of those two answers or we should sure. do it a different way, you know? Yeah. And I, I agree. I, that's a, I mean, that's a great thing. I'm going to start telling my guys that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do that with customers though. I refuse to go to a customer with a problem unless I have solutions for yep. them. Yep. And I think that's a, that's like, it's like, we're doing something we hit some roadblock and it's like, can we work through this? Do we have to engage with the customer about, look, this is not going to work the way you thought it would. We have to change this. Here's two options. And then here's like maybe even the third crazy option. Mm -hmm. Like, what do we want to explore doing? Cause like, yeah. if you just tell a customer, this isn't working, it's bad. Oh, I don't know. You're just complaining. Like, you think you're an idiot. You're just complaining. You know? You're complaining. Yeah, you're complaining. It's like, dude, like, no, yeah, like you. You're I, shifting I never, the problem back into their lap. Yeah, when, tell me what, what to do. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> it goes back to they saw they hired you to solve the problem. If right. you call them and say there's a problem, you're shifting that problem back into their lap when they're the ones who are shifting their problem onto you and say, hey, figure right. this out, you know? Sure. No, and I, I yeah. So you say like in taking that to to you know the fabricators in the shop is like look, come up with two solutions and talk to me, and we'll decide which one to go with. Mm -hmm. I think that's really wise, you know, because like I've always done that. I don't know where I got it from. It just seemed like the right thing to do. It's like if I'm gonna go and talk to a customer about an issue that I'm having with their job, I better be offering them a solution. Like yeah. I just don't want to you know you've been doing this for i mean i've been doing you know for 20 years it's like if i can't come up with a really elegant solution to some metal problem how is the customer going to come up with it like they mm -hmm. might you know like they want this thing like or maybe they drew maybe they're an architect or or even an engineer but it's like 
but they don't they don't deal with the metal every day even when it's a professional you know i'm like i'm like look like i'm gonna come back at you with a solution and you can shoot that solution down and say no i want you to do this and that's fine but i'm gonna i'm not gonna just throw a problem in your lap i'm gonna say well we have this problem here's what i'm proposing we do yeah and you know usually they're like yeah okay that's great but like maybe maybe add this you know and and like good we're going forward you know we just did that like yesterday (laughs) (laughs) yeah like literally yesterday i'm like making drawings for some structural connections for some stuff that like some anyway long story short it's just like bunch of wood framing went up that totally lets us not do steel the way it was drawn by the engineer and we're like well do we just straight up ask the engineer for new drawings or let's make a drawing let's propose what we know will work based on the Mm -hmm. given situation and throw it back to the engineer don't just be like what do we do you know that's how you retain good customers is like and and like honestly you could even call that customer service you know like I, I can go on a, on a whole long rabbit hole with that too. But anyway, like the, the, the builder doing the job is like, Hey, we really appreciate, you know, you taking this on and, and solving problems mm-hmm. on the fly, because it's like, there's no guarantee that like my solution is going to get approved, but it's like, I'm not just going to be, I, there's something I hate is just like where it's like, well, this is a problem. I'm going to drop everything. And, and and roll up and leave until y'all freaking figure it out i'm like no yeah. dude like we don't work that way mm-hmm. like I, that doesn't fly like a lot of people will do that and it's just like oh, i'll admit i'm not the engineer oh no i'm not the architect it's like dude like that's a that's a bad attitude like it's just it like is. you don't just like walk away and be like i'll come back when y'all figure it out it's like Mm, you're not going to keep a customer that way. You yep. know, um, they're going to remember that you jumped in and you propose like, Hey, we are in this to get this job done. Cause like in the, at the end of the day, everybody just wants to get the job done so they can get paid and go home. You know what I right. mean? If you want to boil it down to simple, like that's it. So if you can make their job easier by avoiding the 15 phone calls they have to make, with this idea and you're like, Hey, well, why don't we just go with this? It makes their job easier. They're going to be like, all right, you know what? I like that guy because I brought him a job and there's problems and we solved them and he didn't complain. He just got stuff done. And I, I can name a couple customers who I've kept because we had some pretty big issues and I just, sat there with them proposed ideas we went back and forth with the engineers and they're like yeah go for it and yeah. you know like i i've talked to them and they're like that's why we use you all the time because you just get it done like like you're part of, you're part of the solution if there's issues with scheduling if there's issues that we run into things you know and there's a pipe in the way or whatever like you just you just adjust it and yeah a lot of times it does cost me time and it does cost me money but when you have that time and money is um, I, like, I won't back charge them for, for small stuff. Like if it's a, if it's a big problem, like, right. you know, it's to be expected, but if it's like an hour or two, like, yeah. you know, you just get it done and having them as a customer keep coming back to you 
like is well, well worth more than that two hours of labor that I just ate. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what you say. It's like, it's not about what went wrong. It's about how you fix it, you know, like, cause like you dwell on what went wrong for hours in like you're saying where it take you an hour or two to change something, adjust something, fix it. It's like, you could all stand around and talk about why it's wrong for four mm-hmm. hours. You could have fixed it in one hour. Yeah, so like, exactly. Do it, man. You know, like <laughs> just make a decision and move on. Yeah. But of course you got to be careful because like, you know, when you get into like, especially structural stuff or stuff that's like a real specific design look, you know, you got to get approvals, you know, you got to yeah. run it up the flagpole and, make sure everybody's okay with it. You know, like if you jump too far ahead of yourself, you know, people might get upset, but like everybody in hopefully, you know, customers are, are, are flexible and understand, you know, like you're just doing the best you can to solve a problem and they really appreciate it generally. Yeah. So back when you started, what were some of the biggest breakthroughs that you where you're like, you know what, man, this is actually going to work um as far as breakthroughs figuring out like i think that i i think it relates a lot a lot to what we're just talking about about just being a problem solver and making sure that your customers get the job done is like somehow you know when you're starting out you know you might i mean i had times where you know you're almost flat broke and you got you know a helper you got to pay and you know you got shop rent and you got and it's like how am i even gonna you know do this you know and it's like um is this gonna work or do i need to go back and get a job you know (laughs) somehow in my career you know running my own business it's like i've had those times in like that job you've been waiting on that thing you've been quoting and 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 having meetings about it 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 drops in your lap it comes through at the right time and i used to at first like think that it was just like i was lucky you know um i'm like man you know like i was almost broke and i was gonna have to like let my helper go and like and 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 ask for you know hey can i pay you rent in two weeks and but then i don't know you know that (laughs) that job just like they're like, hey, we're gonna do that thing. Like, yeah, here's a ten thousand dollar deposit check. And you're like, whoa! whoa. Like, I just, you're like, you know, you're a couple years in your business, it's just like somebody just hands you, you know, ten, fifteen grand. You're like, dude, you just made my month. Like, I'm gonna pay my helper. I'm gonna like pay the shop rent. We're gonna get your material. You know, like, and somehow, you know, you think you're lucky, right? It's like I just must be lucky. Like this, just it's like every time, every time things look like it's not gonna happen. Like it happens. And so over the years, I've just realized like, it's just, you know, you're trying, you're, you're working, you're, you're, you're being professional, you're being responsible, you're, you make your own luck, you know, it's like, if you're screwing off and you're not finishing jobs and you're, you know, leaving things undone and you're pissing off customers and you're not answering your phone and all that, it's like, yeah, that job's not going to come through and you're going to go out of business. You know, um, so for me, like that, just that realization of like, at first, like I said, I thought it was lucky. Like, it's like, it's just light bulb goes on. It's like, I'm not lucky. Like I am trying, you know, really hard and I'm putting forth the effort and um, I'm doing what I think I should be doing. And somehow 
things work out when you just go, you just take those steps forward every day. And, and it's like things start to kind of snowball and keep rolling and more jobs come in and more yeah. clients come in. And, and then you're just like, Hey, look, like this isn't luck. Like this is, this is, you know, process. you're putting out the hours, you know, you're mm -hmm. doing it. You're doing good work. You're treating people right. You know, you're taking care of things that need to be done. And it's like, I mean, luckily, I mean, it's, it works, you know, and, yeah. and it, it, it's work ethic, you know, it's just, it's work ethic. It's, it's, it's being smart. It's, you know, making good decisions. And it's like that, that I think was like, like now when those, when those tough times come up, I'm just like, I'm like, it's all good. We've been here 10 times this, you know, yeah. it's like, we've been there 20 <laughs> times, you know, like this is like, yeah, like we got to push through the end of this job, you know, we got that's the thing is now, you know, we might have six, eight, 10, 12 weeks of work at all times booked ahead. And it's like, you got one problem on one job. Well, it's like, you know, whatever. Everything you know, like, back. Yeah. Like it all balances out. It's harder mm -hmm. to do that in the beginning. If it's just like you and one person and it's like, you're doing one job at a time and one job has a problem. It's like, Oh man, like what, what, you know, like, now you got more more things happening so it's like it all kind of evens out and kind of makes it less of a roller coaster yeah you know now, um but when you first start it like i i think as every business owner you get to the point where you're like all right can i make this happen is this going to work like should i go back and get a job like i can, I can okay. see i can see right I had how, how, how many times you just were you like you know what man Maybe, maybe I have to go get a nine to five. I mean, you know, there's definitely, there's definitely, there's definitely three or four times where it's literally like you're, you're, you know, you're broke. Like you're like, wait, you, you know, your job went way over time. You know, you tried to try to ask for, you know, more money or on it, or, or you just can't, you know, you can't, or, you know, or, or, or like, maybe they'll be like, well, we'll pay for part of this, but you know, blah, blah, blah. We, you know, and it's like, I think I had a few moments where you just like, is it worth, is it worth it? You're like, is it <laughs> worth the frustration and the stress? <laughs> and it's, it's like, is it really worth it? And, and I think and, you have to really evaluate that sometimes, you know, I know when, like when we've gone through tough times, like I'm stressed and I'm like, I don't ever see that as a real possibility on the surface. But then like my wife is like, look, take some time and really think about it. Cause I'm like, she, she's like, well, is this really something you want to do? And I'm like, yeah, 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 it is. Of course. But then like, I think you have to get real with yourself and be like, all right, well, it, it is, is this like you, like you have to make the decision or at least contemplate the idea of it when you're not in the middle of the storm. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times as business, like, like for me personally, I just want to go, I'm like, you know what I could like, this is who I am. It's what I do. Um, I couldn't see myself doing anything else and whatever and in, in the middle of a bad time. But it's like, sometimes you really have to evaluate that. And there's a couple times in the beginning where we were like really struggling, couldn't pay our bills. We got like tons of outstanding work and we're like flat broke. And I'm like, yeah, is, is this how I can do this? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So I feel like everybody has that. And, uh, you know, some people just have it more than most, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I've been there. I hear you where it's like you look, sometimes you look and you're like, you're like, man, like there's all these, there's all these people that want work, but like we're kind of stuck in this quagmire of a job and we can't get out of it. And it's like, we need to move on to this other stuff. And it's like, you just got to push through. You just got to find a way. You just got to work overnight. You just got to work Saturday and Sunday. You got to do it yourself. You know, it's like, or you got to, you know, like, you know, do what you got to do. But it's just like, you have to push things through until you get back to that, to that sweet spot. I mean, there's like, there's definitely been plenty of times like that where you're just like, how are we going to get through this one to get on Mm -hmm. to like, uh, the next thing you know because like i mean luckily i mean being here in austin like it's been really booming for a long time and so it's just like there's so much work here but it's more of a matter of like how much can you do how much capacity do you have how can you manage it how much space do you have how many people do you have Because it's like there's more to do than you can do i mean but then if you don't have a, a, a organization in place to execute that in, in, you know, properly, like you're just going to fail, you know? So it's like, I've always tried to keep things small because like, I'm very concerned with quality and satisfaction of, you know, customers. So it's like, I don't want to just like blow it up and like get out of my, out of my, get things out of my control you know it's like i i like to be able to be involved in everything kind of i mean i guess it's maybe bad i mean i like to touch everything and see everything and look at everything and talk to every every guy about what they're doing every day you know it's like i'm i'm there i'm walking by i'm like what are you doing how's it going do you need anything you know what's is you have any problems with this like try this do this you know make sure you don't do that you know I, I like to stay in that, like, like that hands-on mode. I, well, it's like, I wouldn't know what else to do. So it's like, you talk about like, well, going to get, go, go, go to get a job. I don't know. I guess I would have to be, you know, man, uh, try to be managing. I probably would like, only thing I'd probably be qualified to do is go manage a different shop or something. Cause it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I enjoy that, you know, talking to, people and working through problems and coming up with solutions and, 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 and sort of like, that's, I don't know what else to do. You know, I, I, I don't have any other, like, um, <laughs> I don't have any other skills. So it's like, but I, yeah, like, I mean, I have this thing where it's like, you know, I'm very animated. I'm in it and I'm like enthusiastic and it's like, why are you yelling? I'm like, I'm not yelling. I'm just saying we're going to do this this way. It's like, I'm, you know, like, I like I, uh, you know I I I feel strongly about things. I'm like it's got to be this way. We got to have this. It's got to be blah. Don't make sure you do this. And it's like it's just it's like my personality. Like I'm good yeah. with the pressure. I'm good with the fast pace. I'm good with like what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Let's do this. You do that. I'm gonna go over here. Like that's just how I work. And and, and it doesn't bother me. And if I wasn't doing that, I'd probably go crazy. Like I yeah. don't know. I kind of have to live that way. It's just like what. It's just, it's my comfort zone, but it's kind of wild. It's kind of crazy. Like, I, I feel like as business owners, we're trained to look like a few steps ahead of like right. everything. And that almost cr- makes us be like ADD when we work. Yeah. 
So like Almost. take, yeah. So like taking that from us, um, you know, sometimes I just like a repetitive job. I'll just sit there and just, I'll just bend stuff all day or I'll just punch stuff all day. And it's really nice. Like, really you, like, relaxing, you need those vacation days at work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. like work vacation days, but like, you know, um, when I have contemplated, like, do I really want to do this? You know, I'm like, the only thing I'm good at is managing things and tell it like looking two steps ahead. And right. like, yes, I, I could go get a job, you know, welding stuff and this and that. Um, but if I'm welding by myself, it's going to get old. If I'm welding with other people, I'm going to be critical and be like, all right, well, you should do it this way because you're working inefficiently that way. And the role I would be in would be like a project manager. And right. I would be a project manager for somebody else building their giant company rather right. than just working on mine. So it's like, exactly. no, I, I, I like, this is truly what I want to do. And yeah. I just, I, I just, it's, it's just a temporary setback, you know? And a lot of the things are like, they're, they're almost like self-imposed. And it's like those, those learning curves that you, you go through in business that like, if you don't learn them once, you're going to learn them a second time, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, like, in your what, like, what do you think was like the hardest thing for you to learn about business? Um, you know that. I mean, it's hardest thing to learn, or are still learning because you haven't fully right. learned it yet. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. like, there's That's a little the bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think I, I think um, just you know, money stuff. I mean, you're you know, like. Like I'm not, you know, I don't have an MBA. I'm not a, I'm not a business, you know, uh, you know, I don't have a degree in management or, you know, like, I mean, so it's like, um, you're like the hands aren't just get it done. And you know, the business and the taxes is just something you got to drudge through just to keep on being able to do the, the other things that you like. Well, hard thing for me to learn was like, you know, like, like learning the, the value of what you do and, you know, kind of asking for what you deserve and, you know, billing appropriately and, and, and billing early, you know, it's like, like looking at, you know, like cash flow for the business and stuff like that. It's like, when you've got people you got to pay and expenses and taxes and insurance and all that, it's like, you know, like, I don't know, like I, I never, dealt with any of that until I kind of got, you know, a couple people on staff and it's like, okay, so like, I, you know, I have more responsibility. I have responsibility to these people now, not just myself. So like, you know, um, the hardest thing for me to do was to like get that set up right and get help managing that and understanding it. And, and, um, I think it's like a big, stretch to go from like hey i can you know design this and build this for you myself to like well now i have five people i gotta pay and shop and i gotta pay and all these all these you know recurring expenses so it's like you know you've gotta learn that early before it squishes you you know (laughs) like i feel like one of the things that we that like i learned is as we started to grow, we used to, we would do bigger jobs. And I never realized, I, I, I just never accounted for the fact that the bigger job is going to take us four weeks. Well, that's four weeks of payroll. And then 
it's so like my standard was a 50% deposit and yeah. then, you know, net 15 or so, uh, bigger companies don't even, uh, they're like net 30. So right. I, I never accounted for that. If we're going to throw our eggs in this basket for the, us two or three guys to hop on this project, I need to have eight weeks of payroll stacked right. up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there was a time that we were, we were, I was selling jobs just to get deposits in order to keep paying payroll because I didn't set up payment terms that were, or, or I didn't have enough money to in the mm-hmm. bank to keep payroll going. And like, that right. was a, that was a big learning experience for us. And yeah. I feel like that's, you know, it's an easy pit to fall into when you like, you, like, like you and I we're, we're like, let's just get the, the work in and keep growing and growing and growing. Meanwhile, on the back end, you're like, yeah, you're growing, 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 but you're going to be out of money in three weeks. So like, right. you need to account for that in like, you know, what you're doing and you can't take on four month projects unless you've got, um, you know, you, you, unless you have milestones built in where you're able to like, all right, well, we get this many done. We send you an invoice. You know what I mean? So right. like, that's a really big that's oh, yeah. a really big learning curve that'll put a lot of people under if if you bite up more than you can chew. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Welding Business Owners Podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review and check us out on Instagram at Welding Business Owners Podcast. Catch you next time.